0: Learn to love problems. Whenever there's a problem, just say, this is why I'm going to be rich.
1: This, this, this is the House, House flipping, flipping HQ, HQ podcast.
2: Now, let's get
3: flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Justin Williams.
0: Hey guys, what's going on? Justin Williams here. I apologize if uh, there's an echo and a loud background. I am currently at the 7 Figure Flipping event and I tried to sneak away and find a room that was kind of quiet so I could record this intro for you guys, Uh, but there's still background noise and whatnot. I'm staying uh, in a a beach house with some of the other eight-figure flipping members. So here at the hotel, I don't actually have my own room, so I didn't have anywhere to sneak off to. So um, we have kicked off the event. Maybe some of you guys have seen the the Facebook Lives and whatnot, Um, but it's been uh, incredible so far. We just got done with the first round of breakouts. Everyone here is able to kind of go... Uh, meet with the different coaches and, and literally there's like 15, 20 people in each room and they're able to just pick apart and ask questions and break down their business and really dive in. So that was really cool. So what I wanted to share with you today for the podcast was to kind of let you kind of take a sneak peek, um, behind the curtain, kind of jump in here, here with us and here in Pensacola, Florida, and kind of listen to the, the beginning of, of this event, um, so what I did is I recorded two Facebook Lives earlier that Charity is going to go ahead and splice together for you. So there might be a little transition <laughs> after about you know 10 minutes or so where, where it's kind of like, wait hey, what happened there? Um, that's because she's putting the two together. And um, it's just kind of in- introing the, the event. And then the, the coaches kind of have a panel, share some things, share what they're up to, what they have going on. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, think you'll get a lot of value out of that. I just get – I just love – being around pe- these people, being around high-level people who we all think of like it's really cool, it's really powerful. So I, I hope you can feel. You know, I, I know some of you just aren't able to be here for whatever reason. And I hope you can join us soon. But um, I, I want to be able to help you have that feeling as much as you can because I really feel like it changes you as a person, as an investor, and it just changes your life in, in so many ways. I'm so grateful for the people that, um, that I'm able to be around. It really makes me. Uh, a much better person so um and and you guys as well i'm super grateful for you and uh, none of this would be possible without you so anyway without any further ado let's take you to uh to this event here and i'll try to keep you posted as much as i can um with with uh, further happenings while we're here so good times we we're just kicking off and let's get to it already j dog here we go
2: How's How are we doing? All right, all right. Are you guys ready to get this party kicked off or what? do it! <laughs> Alright!
0: Man, what a good looking group. Good looking, you guys get better looking every year. It must be all that money you're at. <laughs> buy new clothes and look better.
4: Maybe a little old anyway. Okay. So, last night, uh, I was I was with Andy at dinner, yes, we did share a meal. It was pretty romantic, it was kind of special. <laughs> you Look everybody that?
2: We, we looked deeply night. into each other's it's eyes. family, Andy. I, I so, Uh oh. <laughs> you had your own mashed potato. We, 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 we didn't own split, own split the potatoes. sides, we
4: just split the the <laughs> spaghetti? No. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> <laughs> that even but we of But we were just reflecting, we were just
0: looking around at, at everyone and, and talking to everybody about all the success you guys are having. And our minds were just blown. I mean, it was just a few weeks ago. Uh, the Hall, the Hall twins, <coughs> was it Kate or that? Anyway, they they posted in, in the, the seventh in, in the they posted somewhere on Facebook how just two years ago was the first ever seven figure booking meeting. And they're all they're talking about. We were just babies, right? I remember this guy right here had done like two deals or something. These guys, you guys, were just starting to like hire a team and yeah. and. Um, and it's wild. It's wild to see in just two short years how far it has come. And I know there's a couple of you guys who from time to time reach out, and you might say something like, man, I feel so like down here compared to what everyone is doing. And let me tell you, like if you allow it to, what the power of this group and those who have been allowed into this group, it happens fast. It really happens fast. And we all started somewhere. Right there's a reason why the people are where they are today. So um, we're we're just humbled. Um, I remember talking to Andy a couple years ago about about starting this group. We're, just, we're hesitant and just to look at what's happened and we're just humbled and honored to have you guys here. And we're we're grateful for you. So give yourselves a, a round of applause. So after the last event. Um, which, which was incredible, and I love what I do, I call incredibly blessed. But just like all of you guys, in your businesses, I go through growing things, right? Things were growing. Um, and, and then they add up They add up exponentially sometimes, to the point where I, I, told, I told my wife the last couple of events, I'm like, start freaking out like the week before. She's like, do you need me to come with you guys? And she comes and everything's okay. Um, and after the last event, Bill Allen uh, reached out to me and he he made a comment, and we were talking a couple weeks later. He's like, you know, I just feel like you've been holding some things close to your chest. And he might have a different interpretation of how this all went down. I know it like struck me because I'm I'm pretty a pretty open guy. As you guys know, I mean, I'm singing on my podcast, right? Talk about my favorite thing. Like I'm pretty open. I don't feel like I hold a lot back. And I realized that I was holding a lot back. And part of that is you know, as a leader. As you guys lead your groups, it's hard because you want to be open and share things with your team and those around you. Uh, but you also, you're, you're leading, right? And you don't wanna be like, oh, this is hard, this is hard, and all these things. So I think when Bill called me, I think I just kinda like opened up about all kinds of things, right? And I don't, I don't even remember how it
1: happened, but literally, I think within
0: probably the same day, we we decided, we, we made, I knew I was gonna be making changes. I already knew I was gonna be bringing on Vanessa. I knew I needed more help, but I didn't know how that would manifest itself completely. Uh, but Bill reaching out, um, you know, I, I believe I don't think things just happen by chance. And let me tell you what—like this guy has made a huge difference in this program and in, in my life <laughs> over the last um, few couple months. So give him a. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. I mean, it's, it's all about people, right? Surround yourself with the right people, and, and you can have anything you want, right? Um, so. Anyways, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful to him, and, and these coaches that, that you see up here, and all of you guys, and Vanessa and Kyle, because none of this would be possible without them. And I was starting to feel some of those growing pains, and I, I may have cracked, I don't know. I may have like seen me on the news one day, this like, crazy guy, um, but, but I'm grateful to, to him, and, and they, him and Vanessa, they, they put this thing together. Um, and then we got Kyle. and he shows up every once in a while, too, so. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just incredibly grateful. I mean, I think recently in my life, like gratitude has really been on my mind a lot. Um, I'm just grateful. Last night, you know, Bill was sharing with us um, a story about about his grandma, and um, his his grandma passed away last week, and they were they were really close. And but he was talking to Andy and I, and he was sharing the story of how how recent. I'm probably going to butcher the story, but um, his his grandma was was on her deathbed but I had all this family here, and he had his kids, and you guys know like the story of his kids. And, and so we had his great-grandkids, and she, her, her great-grandkids, and all these people, and over 100 people that she was responsible for. And um, and he said how, how powerful that moment was, just to see the end of the spectrum, and everything that she had done in her life that had created all of this. And it kind of hit <coughs> me, the people in our lives, but also it kind of hit me, I'm like, you know, we wouldn't be here. Without Bill's grandma, right? We wouldn't be here today without Bill's grandma, and and Bill wouldn't be here. And just—I know we all have that in our life, and um, and I'd like to kind of like dedicate this this event. I mean, the, her funeral is going to be tomorrow, right? And Bill has been—it's today. It's today. Is it today? Okay. So her funeral is, is today, and Bill has been with her. She's been spending a lot of time with you and your family, and um, we all hold him we said, hey go to the funeral life, right? that's, that's a priority, but he prayed about it, he thought about it, and he knew that she wanted him to, to be here. Um, so i am kind of like to dedicate this event to her, if that's okay, and I know she's here with us. Um, and it's just pretty amazing, the, the power of the people in our lives. So don't ever forget about that. We're all here to learn how to make a bunch of money and build a business and all that. Um, some people ask me, oh, where's Tara? And I'm like, oh, she's not here. And I'm like, dang, I wish she would be, but you know what, perspective, right? She's home with all my kids, <laughs> right? Like, and she talked about that in Flip Hacking Live. Like, The business supports the family. The business supports everything we have in our life. And that's what, to me, what this group is is about and what it embodies. So I'll just keep that perspective. So I have rambled long enough. Um, I'm gonna turn the time over to the man himself, Bill Allen. Give him a round of applause.
3: Thanks, Justin. Uh, so I was holding back tears while he was talking, but I was looking at Andy, and he was starting to tear up. And I you even notice that before there? I said, I'm good, because I'm pretty sure that Andy's going to cry before me. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes for just about every event. So, um, I, have, I have to joke about it, because I i really wasn't holding back a lot of tears. Because my grandmother was huge inspiration in my life, and, and the story that Justin told is true. Um, it was really hard for me to be here, but I, I wanted to be here for you guys, because... Um, this group has done so much for me and I know that she would want me to be here today and, and miss that, so. Um, and, and all of us, our whole family, if we had something that was that, that we were driven to do and, and be uh, be at, that she would want us there. And uh, so, okay, let's move on. Um, um, so, I wanna thank you guys all for coming. Uh, I think this event's gonna be awesome. We've, we It's the first time we're doing it in two days and so we're mixing it up. So, um, you guys have seen the handout of what we're gonna do today. Um, and we're, we're gonna start in a little bit, but uh, before we start, I've, I've been, as you know, we got the, the source deal that I, that I worked to get us three cents a lead and a couple mailing deals, <laughs> and I'm constantly trying to go out and look for ways to use our purchasing power as a big group to get discounts on things and, and network and, and and work with other people to come into our group and pre-vet a lot of them. I, do, I use a lot of it myself before I roll it out or I find members that are using somebody and have contacts. So. I brought in uh, a couple people to the event just to talk to us for a few minutes. They'll be here for at least one day, probably two, Yet um, you can talk to. But uh, one thing that I was looking for is uh, money lenders. So we worked a deal last year uh, with some different money lenders for uh, our flips and wholesale deals and anything that we're buying. Um, and some of the members were using them and it just wasn't working the way that they wanted it wanted it to be. So I went back out and saw some more posts of people that were using some new lenders. So I got on the phone for about a week and talked to a bunch of people. Basically asked them, hammered them with questions, uh, tried to see if they'd be a good fit for us before we started using them. I'll go through their whole process of getting qualified and everything like that, um, just to make sure it's a smooth system. All right, is this on? Yeah. All right, so. So the the, the the coaches, we got together to try to figure out maybe how to, re- this is this event's gonna be a little bit different than the previous events of all hot seats and a couple presentations all together. So I'll go through a little bit of admin about today and tomorrow and what we're gonna do so you guys are prepared for that. Um, we're gonna start with a, just a quick panel. So we have some new members, um, we have some people who might not know all of the coaches and what their specialty is and what their markets are and what they do. So we're just gonna go around, the five of us, and talk about Um, You know, what what their superpowers are, what markets they're in, what they like to do, what they can talk about. And then what we're going to do is we're going to break up today into three sessions and and like separate mini breakout rooms, where a coach is going to do three different sessions of two hours, and you can move around from room to room, depending on who you want to talk to and whose business you want to dig into the most. Um, We don't have anything specifically prepared. Uh, so it's not going to be a two-hour PowerPoint that you're listening to. So it's going to be you guys getting interactive with us. And we all have our computers hooked up to the screens. So if you want to see a document or you want to see uh, data in Podio, if you want to see a follow-up system, if you, if you want to see sales, if you want to see my contract that I have with my 1099 contractors or our, our process, whatever, I don't care. We'll show it to you. We'll give it to you. I will email it to all of you. I'll post it in Facebook right there while we're here and you need it. So same thing with these guys, really nothing's off limits. Um, so if there's somebody that you really want to see, make sure that you go see them and spend two hours with them. Um, and every session will be a little bit different. Um, we don't have room to have everybody in one, in one room, so don't everybody go see Andy in the first session. <laughs> um, but, but we have enough space to, so once the room fills up, go to another room. So just realize, if we have, if we have 10 or 20 people in the room, it's gonna be a different dynamic than if we have 50 or 60 people in that room. So you're gonna get, I mean, these are all really high caliber coaches that are gonna give a ton. So think about being in a group of 10 or 15. It might be, you might get a ton more out of it than if you have 50 or 60 people in there. So um, if the room gets full, move on, we, we won't turn anybody away from the third session. So don't feel like you're not gonna to get to see Andy because his room's always crowded. Um, or Don's not gonna share his rehab secrets because the room's loaded, so. We'll, we'll figure out a way to make sure that you guys get to see everybody. Um, did, does everybody know what coach they're with tomorrow? So tomorrow we're doing the hot seats. Um, so if it was me and I came to this event, I would be able to see four out of five coaches the way that I look at it. So if I was with Andy tomorrow, maybe I'd go see three other coaches today and then get, all my, get a ton of information from Andy tomorrow. So just kind of think about how you guys are gonna tackle these next two days and it's up to you to get the most out of this instead of us just giving you presentations that only work for 60 or 70% here. Go see the people that you want to see, dig into the business, share what you need, take what you want. Um, so, some other admin stuff. Uh, at the end of the event today, we'll come back in here for a half hour, just to wrap it up. And then we have dinner right across the street at Flounders. It's a it's like a buffet dinner where we have a bunch of appetizers and foods, so drinks, whatever. So six o'clock or so, that'll start. We'll start rolling around six, but you guys will probably show up around six, 30 or seven. And we'll start <laughs> eat. We'll, we'll, we'll eat tonight, and then we'll come back tomorrow in our breakout rooms tomorrow. So I'll cover it later tonight, but don't go, don't leave here tonight without knowing where you're showing up tomorrow for, for your room and your session. So, um,
0: Did you want to mention something about your breakout or are you going to still do that? I'm not going to do that. Okay. Okay. Um,
3: no, I want Nate to go see the other three. Let's yeah, okay, cool. Is something about should know who are with tomorrow? Yeah, if you don't know, after we break up here or before you leave tonight, uh, go ask Vanessa. So we, Vanessa has a list of who's in what room tomorrow um, for the hot seat. So if you don't know, um, ask Vanessa um, when we break from here. Um, that way you can come up with a strategy of who you see. You can also ask her in between lunch if there's a long line, show be your time so all right let's just uh, go around real quick we got about 30 minutes we can talk about kind of what market we're in what you guys do what the specialty is kind of if they want to hear some... do, um, loves to go
0: first. do you want to give them the mic or is, is that is that audio is that yeah. on audio though yeah,
3: well, we'll
0: no it's not on just hit the you got be recording this that please. will record the video for the video hit the mute Yeah,
4: okay
0: just hand, give him the mic for now and, and we'll keep working on that gal but right, go for hi,
5: it my name is Don costa i'm from central valley california fresno is my main market and we go a couple hours north about an hour south uh, we dab love in the eugene market in oregon and uh and yeah we're rehabber we do last year we did 122 properties we're closed at the end of the year and our specialty is rehab rehab systems working with contractors private money and
0: all that good stuff, so. Did you make any money last year? Or? Yeah,
5: I made mean, a little, I made good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I went to Taco Bell the other day for the first time uh, in a while. <laughs> I had I had to throw that out there, I don't know. I don't go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Every time I see Don, I see Taco
3: Bell. <laughs> Literally
0: though, all I had was like a couple bucks and it made me think of your Taco Bell story, so. <laughs>
3: Any,
0: uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I left my wallet at home. I should add that part. But <laughs> that
5: seems to be a regular occurrence, right?
4: Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, do, you to be now? do we do questions? Or do we no, 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 no. Each, each person will introduce themselves. Yeah. Yeah, the Taco Bell story made me cry. But, like, who, <laughs> who hasn't heard the Taco Bell story? It'll probably make you cry, too. Who hasn't no. seen Andy? Oh. <laughs> 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 exactly. about they, they were all here at the So, are we? Are we going in more depth than that, or is it just Yeah, I go right? more in depth than that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said we have thirty minutes. So, <laughs> <I'm like five. laughs> yeah, so, a lot of you guys probably already know me, and I to to a lot of you guys one on one. So, let me just say before I dive into who I am, I'm looking forward to meeting each and every one of you guys in the rooms. Um, I'm not trying to this this day, this this week, and not see you guys as a room full of hundred people, but a room full. Right? So I hope that you guys all get what you came here for, because so each of you individually are different, different circumstances, different backgrounds, and different goals in your life. So I hope that each and every one of you can like get that out of this week. That's what we all hope. That's what that's Bill Schroeder works right here. So hope you guys see it that way. So make sure you make use of all of us in the next couple of days, because we're here for you guys, um, for you guys. So, uh, Andy McFarland, I hate you guys go. Gonna... Uh, I've got a few different things that I do. Um, for the last 15 years I've been in real estate, but for the last about six years, I've really kind of scaled into doing a lot more wholesale and some retail flip properties. So do that in three different states. I live in Utah. I've lived in Utah for a number of years now with my, my wife and four kids, uh, young kids, all you got ask this, but eight, six, four, and 18 months. So my wife is really working right now. This is fake work right now. Real back home. Um, but I buy properties in Utah, New Mexico and Indiana. And I've got a big team of people helping me do that, probably about 18 or 20 people that are on that team, house buying company. Last year we did about 275 deals. Um, 90% of that was wholesale, 10 percent flip. Um, recently hired a new project manager though. And by the way, my, my business, that business specifically is just a living, breathing business, just like all of you guys experience, all the pains and heartache that you guys experience. And I'll probably talk about a lot of that because unlike Justin and Bill, I'm pretty transparent with stuff. I mean, on the plane ride in here, I had a layover in Atlanta. And then that layover, I went to the Delta room, got some Wi Fi, and was checking some emails and, and uh, just dealing with some stuff. And I found out right then that the, one of the guys we hired as a new acquisition manager a couple of months ago, who recently put his job, sold his house, and had been being trained by my sales manager for the last couple of weeks, is uh, not starting. He's not going to the, the place he's supposed to go, right? So we had a guy hired, trained, ready to go. I just heard this yesterday in, in, in the Delta room, like, oh, by the way, he's not starting. Our acquisition manager is, is actually not going to do this. we hunt is still on for an acquisition manager. A new one in that area, right? We have two in every area and now. We only we only have one in that area. So I'm just I'm telling you that to just illustrate to you, know, you guys like all of the stuff that we deal with is not perfect. It's not perfection. It's just like it's duct tape and bubblegum, as I say, it just might seem like a higher level than, than what some of you guys are dealing with at this point, right? So Utah, New Mexico, and Indiana, a big team of people helped me do that. I'm constantly trying to to grow that. Um, we've got some some big plans for that this year. Um, one of the things you guys can talk to me about is how I go about setting the vision for my team and how I, I think through that and, and how I set the goals for my team each department head and what I want them to focus on, how I lead them from that perspective. So once you start getting a bigger team and all becomes comes mm-hmm. um, down, plus about management, but more leadership, how you can get them to do what you want them to do, how you can get everybody to kind of pull together for a common goal so that synergy can really translate into doing big things. Um, so yeah, that's the house buying company. Besides that, some of you guys know We do some digital marketing, we help people with online marketing, specifically pay-per-click, we do a little Facebook as well. We're also venturing into some some SEOs for individual clients to try to help them pressure in individual areas. So we do that kind of team of about seven people to help us do that, high-level people from a digital marketing standpoint. So you guys can talk to me about that. Um, In my former life as an acquisition manager, because that's where I started, right? Uh, For the last 15 years I've done that, and I kind of outsourced myself about four or five years ago from doing that. That was the last. Higher where I was kind of in the business, I got out of my way. But I used to do a lot of that, so just like like Mike Cowper here and Bill's done it and all the guys over here have done it. I've been in hundreds and hundreds of sellers' homes, uh, meeting with the sellers, talking to them, breaking down their situations, understanding them, crying with them in the living room, Bill, <laughs> um, negotiating all sorts of deals, lots of cash deals and many seller finance deals as well. So if you guys wanna talk about specific seller financing stuff, you can definitely talk to you guys about that. Um, I also do some some lending, a little bit of lending. Um, through self-directed IRAs. So I've got an IRA LLC. So I've got a health savings account, I self-direct. I've got an IRA, I've got a Roth, um, 401K. So I've got things like that. So if you guys wanna talk about any sort of lending, um, from a private money standpoint, I do a little bit of that. Um, what else? I do have some rental properties, not a ton of rental properties. Most of family homes. Some duplexes, a fourplex. I want to partner with 40plex. So you guys can talk to me about some of that stuff. And uh, what else, what am I missing here? I'm trying to you, give you, you, try you the <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to give <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, scope. Well, I didn't know did that. I could talk about that. What
0: are, what are your goals? And Don, you can touch on this too. You did 275 deals last yeah, so, year. Is that right? So and, last
4: year we did 4.3 million gross profit. And this year, I even shudder to say it because it seemed like a big hurdle that we had to climb. I'm just man, trying to lead the team this direction. But we're going to do 6 million this year. That's really what we're going to do. awesome. 6 million gross profit. Yeah. So we're pushing towards that. That feels like a, like a B hack for sure. <laughs> but, you know, you always got to be growing, right? So Add we're doing the that. Market. Oh, and we also did, so one of the things I've done the last couple of years is uh, we have this incentive for my guys. So I said if we did four million last year, I was gonna have this party where i spent spend $60,000 all my team members. We had that party on Saturday. So I'm wow. not gonna share it right here, if you guys wanna know in the rooms you come into. We had the party on Saturday, and there was blood, there was sweat, and there was tears. <laughs> and I have some pictures on my phone, so we can, we can talk about that if you guys want to. But it was all clear. None of you guys even know about this yet. But there was an emergency room visit, and there were stitches involved. And was stitches involved. <laughs> <laughs> have a game that I invented. My wife thought it was a bad idea. How could you have like a thousand dollars on the line for a game that Andy made up with blindfolds on, and a time limit, a bunch of competitive people? I don't see how that could go wrong. <laughs> so we did that. Um, other than that. That's 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 kind of enough. You guys want to ask
0: it's right. a whole lot. Cool. <laughs> Don, wait, Don. What, I want to hear Don's goal. What are your goals for this year?
5: Well, so, for, for us, the, the, the market, our market's been changing a lot. So we've been capitalizing on the hotel deals. The last four or five months, we've been basically growing oh, yeah. property on the MLS and selling them, which is new to us. We're rehabbers. I feel, I started in 2003 as a rehabber, and I feel like it'll add value to the project and I'm doing something wrong, right? That's, for those of you guys who are rehabbers, I'm sure you have that same mindset issue. So we started throwing product in the MLS and we're like, if it sells in 10 days, we'll sell it as is. And we're making more money on the project than we would if we rehabbed it. So, you know, <clears throat> I sat down this month and I'm like, okay, I wanna keep my rehab side going. I don't wanna let that go because if the market turns and I have to have value again. I want those cruise there, I want that money there. So our goal this year is to do 200 transactions and I want to at least match my, my rehab total of this last year, which was one night, we did three wholesales and 119 rehabs, so we're at 122 transactions. So I want to do 200 transactions in 2018. So that's that's my goal for the year. And uh, we've hired uh, we hired a couple of lead managers to the phone. We've hired a couple of another acquisition person. We need two more. Same struggles as everybody else. We've upped our marketing. Uh, our response rate shot through the roof this last month. We're
4: prepared for it, so we got neither of the calls, and it's been great. So we're nice. just going to capitalize on all that. So broke machine. Cool. Uh, by the way, just as a little plug for Don, so we recently hired a new project manager, because so my one project manager, Luke, some of you guys met him, was overwhelmed. He was doing TC, helping dispositions, also project management. So we, uh, we, the new guy we hired, he was at their place a week or so ago and came back with just tons of ideas. It was awesome, so yeah, he's here, he's here for you guys right now. He that, we did.
2: Yeah, agreed, we just actually sent our person up there went early this year to follow Don around as well, because he probably has the best systems and processes for flipping. Um, I'm Mike Kalper. I'm partners with Mike Simmons in Metro Detroit. We work in three counties there. Um, Mike knows more on the data metrics than I do, but we don't actually work in the city of Detroit. It's just too volatile. Um, a lot of the stories you probably heard are somewhat true. Not all of them. <laughs> but the metro suburbs are actually really nice. We have a great flip market and a great uh, rental market, so we have the opportunity to work as wholesalers on a lot of different opportunities. So what my specialty within our business is focusing on lead management and lead conversion. So Mike makes the phone ring. After that, it's in my ball court uh, on my side of the court. I deal with the phone answering, responding to leads, making sure we schedule appointments, make sure we qualify them how do we set up the right qualification process, how do we make sure that we can get to a yes or no decision Uh, with our acquisitions managers, and basically all the steps along the way. That's really where my wheelhouse is. Like Andy said, I've sat in a ton of homes, converted a lot of leads, and it's funny, as you grow, I actually get to convert more leads because I don't have to physically be in every single house. I can start training and finding people to do that for me and exponentially grow. And everybody in this room um, is either on that path or going to be on that path very soon, in my opinion that is how you grow your business. So I would be happy to talk about that. I do the sales calls every about two weeks right now. I know we put a pause on that uh, prior to this and the following week after this, but um, in the room we can talk about that. The other thing recent to our business is we uh, just hired an integrator. For those of you that are familiar with Traction, um, we're really digging deep into the weeds on that, restructuring our business to the different department heads and how they get managed and bringing on that integrator, COO, whatever you want to call it, uh, they start Monday, so I can tell you about the process of looking into that, as can Mike's, we'll have different perspectives on how to, on how to do things, but obviously both unique people. Um, so that's really where I have strength That is trying to follow system processes. I'm not great at actually implementing them, but I like the idea of them, <laughs> and trying to follow like, I can put the framework out there, but getting down to the nitty gritty is not my strength, and, and I don't think it's Mike's strength either, that's why we decided to go this route. Um, like we can see the vision, but not necessarily want to get into the weeds on it.
0: So two guys got together, had some good ideas, and hired someone to do it for them. That's...
2: Oh, the kicker! <laughs> Guess what their <laughs> name is? No. Mike. Mike. The oh. no, Mike Hired <laughs> <No, Mike. laughs> <No, Mike. laughs> Another Mike? <laughs> oh. You gotta call him Michael
1: or something.
3: <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean
2: we, we've been. Through everything you've been, like like Justin had said, we started here with a toddler business. right? We were doing a fair amount of transactions, but not where we're at now. We've learned how to build and scale a team. Uh, We've gone through the growing pains of having to turn over a lot of our team over and over again at times. That's a struggle, I think, talking to a lot of people you've had as well, so I can talk about that. Um, I've got a pretty decent hiring process for acquisitions managers now. And that's our wholesaling business. We do flips occasionally. Um, And then on this... What? Sales. what about sales? you know about sales? Oh, yeah, sales. That's my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that? I don't know. Pay oh. <laughs> attention. <laughs> um, and then the other business we have is we actually run and partner <laughs> with our bookkeepers on a bookkeeping <laughs> business because we found that to be a huge struggle for us in the early days. And I'll let like Mike talk about that more because he manages the marketing and finance. Um, but we
0: We actually just brought them on when Bill came on as our bookkeepers for this <laughs> business, and they have been. And we're just getting started, but so far, I was talking yeah. to Taryn. She's like, this is really nice. Yeah, <laughs> so gotcha. they've been awesome.
2: They're on it. And I know a lot of people in here do use them. If you have any questions, I'm happy to talk with you about that or put you in touch with them because they know more about it than we do. That's why we've partnered with them. But uh, I know we only have a limited amount of time, so I will cut it there. But I will be in that room behind the camera. Pay no attention to the man behind the camera.
3: <laughs> Don't look <her>. at <laughs> him. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll break up the Mike Square, now Mike Q session. Um, so, uh, Bill Allen, I'm in, I, I live in Nashville, Tennessee, just south of Nashville now, but uh, you're in my main market, Pensacola, Florida. Um, welcome. Uh, so, we, and I'm also in, I moved to Chattanooga about, uh, just the wholesaling operation, pretty much, to Chattanooga in January last year. So we're just over a year into that, and then we just went into, like a submarket in Nashville, North of Nashville, Clarksville, Tennessee in the past couple months. So, um, recently for me, it's been expansion and how to go into a new market. Um, Primarily, initially I was trying to be a flipper and I wasn't very good at it. So I went, I just started marketing for my flips and it turned into a wholesale model because I just found that nobody here was really doing it right. So that's kind of what drove me there. I've only been um, running this company for about two and a half years. It was just me then, me and and Dee, and then we kind of grew organically about one person each time. I got a team of about um, 15 or 16 people now in the wholesaling uh, operation, and then the flipping side has maybe two or three people. Um, Last year we did about uh, a little under 180, 180, 170, 180 transactions, and uh, just over a million bucks, about 1.3 million, 1.35. Uh, and the year before, so we're about um, I'm like doubling my my growth each year. The goal this year is to do three million. So, again, said it's a pretty big stretch, I think, but I think we can do it the way we've set it, things up in the beginning of the year to get rolling. Um, that being said, we put twenty thousand dollars in the bank in January, so we're behind, but uh, <laughs> but we have a plan and it looks really good. Like where we're at, I, I feel like we're positioned really well. We bought a ton of flips, so. Um, Right now, what I'm doing is I hired a COO about two months ago for, for me. I knew I needed help. I got us to where I thought we could go. Um, it's, I, I don't- Has your
0: workload increased recently for- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
3: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I needed to hire myself out because, um, yeah, this, I mean, help helping Justin with this company and all you guys, yeah, it's behind the scenes, I, I think it's really, there's not a lot going on. Um, there's a ton going on. It's, it is a lot so I, um, so I had to really take myself out and figure out how to work 40 hours a week with Justin um, in order to keep the business running and grow instead of just, you could probably stay stagnant and do a million dollars a year, somewhat on autopilot, but I, you're gonna realize that we're not those kind of people, right, there's not anybody in here who's like, I'm really happy doing what I'm doing right now, I just wanna keep doing it. There's constantly like, I just see Andy doing six million, I'm like, I just gotta get there. <laughs> and we're just constantly chasing the faster rabbit, right? Um, so, for me, I think, I, I've done a lot of all this stuff. I think if you want to talk about sales, I'm probably not the best guy to come talk to. Um, but I, because I, I, I did the sales, I, I was in people's homes for a little while, but I realized I wasn't very good at it. And When I hired that out, I found the right person and they were really good at it, and I realized I wasn't very good at it. Um, but hiring people and leading and mentoring people and finding the right people, I think that's probably one of my specialties. Um, and how to motivate them and uh, also how to like uh, copy other people's businesses t- almost to the T to be really <laughs> successful, I've been really good at that. So I can go in and listen to Andy and just take the things that I want and need and from Mike and Mike and all these guys, uh, it's been really good. But currently what I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm really trying to remove myself, train my COO, Nate, who's in, he's in the back, he's here, so if anybody wants to talk to me, he can. And then what we also did this year was I partnered with uh, a Flipper locally here, um, because I was either just gonna stop flipping, or we were really gonna step on the gas and I was gonna have to find someone who does it a lot better than me. So I partnered with uh, Brian, he's in the back too, Um, and he's come in and we're doing basically JVs on every single house that we do. And our goal is to flip 50 houses this year. And so for me, I gotta find the money for all of that and figure out how to do it and, and systemize and help Brian systemize the process. So we brought in, also brought in the project manager and him to run that company and separate these two companies, basically, because I was trying to do it all before, but it was taking a lot of my time on the flipping side. But the wholesaling operation was really good and and smooth. I didn't really have to get involved too much. So I also do a lot of lending, like uh, Andy talked about, IRAs, four hundred one ks. I'm using a um, uh, a whole life policy now with a huge paid up addition rider on it uh, to borrow money off of to use for my company. I did my own taxes for like 25 years. I'm not a CPA, but I'm pretty smart on taxes, I think, and how we can structure our business and implement those kind of things. So if you have questions like that, I, I can probably answer some of that stuff from just a guy who does his own taxes, not a CPA. Um, and I, I don't know, I kind of dabble a little bit of everything, um, but what I'm, I'm ready to share. I, you know what I want to do next year. Some struggles that we have, same thing. Um, we're, you know, letting a couple people go, bringing new people on, trying to find rock stars, and constantly, you know, working the hiring process to build a bench, and you know, bring on that next person. So, um, some of that, <laughs> working, finding the leads, uh, getting creative, being innovative. Um, now, I'm trying to, you know, chase the rabbit, hopefully pass the rabbit. I got to be doing things in my laboratory just like Andy was doing before. We spent money last year on stuff that didn't work. I can share all that too. So. Um, yeah. Hmm. pull that right down. How about the one that you
1: So my name is Mike Simmons, for those of you who don't know me, I'm uh, partners with Mike Cowper. Um, I just realized a skill I have. I didn't know copying people's business was a skill, but if that's a skill, we're, we're superstars. Um, we definitely really copy copy a lot of stuff Andy was doing. Um, my, I mean, my I guess my, my superpower within our business, we've restructured. Recently, Mike mentioned that we, we hired uh, an integrator, which is basically an operations person. We hired that person and we, we really have restructured and really kind of reset the way that we look at our business. And But up until then, um, I was handling dispositions, so I was responsible for making sure properties got sold after Mike's team got them under contract, my team would get them sold. So I have a lot to offer there if you wanna talk about that. Um, I'm not a a natural born salesman, but in my opinion, the front end, the acquisitions, is more of a traditional sales role, empathy, and and creative rapport. On the back end, when you're trying to sell these contracts as a wholesaler, it's a little bit more B2B, it's a little bit less, you don't have to you know, really sell the house to the to the investor, they just want the numbers, and it's more of an, it, you're almost in a, an immediate negotiation yeah. with that end of it. So uh, I feel like that's a skill of mine. I have handled marketing for the time that we started our business, through all the iterations and everything that we tried and failed, so I'd be happy to talk to you about marketing and, and my thoughts on that and how we do it and, and kind of how that looks in our business. Um, we have gone through, Justin, Kind of said, use the analogy that Mike and I in the seven-figure business. Mike and I were the first people to break the four-minute mile, so to speak. Right? We we set a goal of a million dollars, and Mike and I hit it, uh, and we did it extremely fast. Right? So if you go from, let's just use that four-minute mile analogy, we were running an eight-minute mile. And then we started seven figure, we, we got it in four minutes. But you can imagine, if you go from eight to four minutes, you're gonna pull some muscles and hurt yourself a little bit. <laughs> so we, we pulled some muscles and hurt ourselves a little bit. We, we had a, a company that ballooned up personnel-wise, and we didn't always do the greatest job of putting the right people in the right seats and getting the right personalities in our company. Culture was not even something we spent five seconds thinking about, and now we're a lot more conscious of that. So we had to let a lot of people go. We hired and let you know, kind of let people go in rapid fashion because we had a goal to get somewhere fast, and we got there. But we did it a little sloppy. Uh, we kind of used a machine gun approach. So we've now kind of scaled back our team. We're running very lean, and we're we're hyper focused on culture and motivating people and, and being better leaders and and bringing in the right people. Maybe not always the people with the best resume, but the people who are the best people, who we know will come in and fit well with us and that are good people, right? Um, So that's something I can definitely talk about, the hiring process. Mike and I have really gone through a lot of different loops trying to figure out what's the right way to go about it. I don't know if there is a right way, but we have a way that's working well for us now. Uh, We have great people on our team. We're building a good team. We can talk to you, and I, I can certainly talk to you about how we divided up the responsibilities and why we did it. I think it's important, especially in this group, as you grow your company, it's less and less about maybe you going out and understanding how to get a contract, or you calling the end buyer and negotiating. You have to train people to do that and motivate them to do it. So that's kind of like the evolution of business when you get to a certain point. Uh, I think Andy kind of hit on that. It's more about leading and inspiring and building a team that, that works really well. Right now, every one of us up here are buying properties, selling properties, renovating properties as we speak, right? That's kind of the goal, right? So uh, I'd be happy to talk about the marketing, like I said, dispositions, hiring, creating that culture, so yeah. Um, anything you guys want to know there, I'd be happy to help you out. Okay, but, but
3: we'll
1: take some, take some questions. We got a little bit of time, but uh,
3: to start, I'm going to be in here. Um, I'm Calper, Mike Simmons. Simmons is going to be, if you come out this door, make a right and go around. Simmons is going to be in the first one, Andy's going to be in the second one. Calper's going to be in the third one, and then Don is just across on the left in the Oleander room, so they're all on that hallway. I'll be in here, then I'm, I'm going to mix it up a little bit so we can record three of these. So Don doesn't know this, but he's going to switch with me after lunch, so then Don will be in here and then Andy's gonna switch with Don and Andy will be in here. Just so you guys know, that's what the plan's gonna be. We'll direct you if you're looking for Don and you come to the wrong room, I'll point you in the right direction. Okay. <laughs> um, so those are kind of the setups right now. Um, but if anybody has any questions, I think we can take like five or 10 minutes. Just, Becca, do you have one? What is it? <laughs> I texted it
4: to him, that's how we did it. So,
3: I wanted. I thought that I could flip and wholesale, and I thought I could like take my wheel off the of flips. And our average wholesale deal was like eleven thousand dollars last year, maybe a little over. And our average flip was like sixteen thousand dollars. It was really bad. So, I mean, and I was holding them for three or four months. It didn't make sense. I could wholesale them for probably ten or twelve. Um, so it's just. So I had to figure that out. And uh, project manager wasn't working out. So that's my fix was either I'm going to stop doing them or I bring in uh, Brian. And Brian and I had a conversation. Came up with the agreement, and I think we'll probably our goal is to do a million dollars just for my company and profit on the flipping side and make him about six or seven hundred thousand dollars of his this year. So it sounds pretty good. Let's see if we can do it. So that was my struggle last year, biggest one. Um, for us, I mean, for me, I
2: might kind of get into his side if you got some more specific, but. Uh, the hiring thing, right? We started fast. We had a bunch of people on our team that weren't good at what they were supposed to be good at, and that ultimately falls on me for being a bad sales manager. I was tracking numbers, but I wasn't looking at them and seeing the trends that I should have been seeing, and let our acquisitions people stay on our team much longer. Ultimately, I had to let all of them go, and I was out there in houses signing contracts. But as business owners, that's what we have to do sometimes. It wasn't ideal. And then what I've learned from that is I can't just give people the keys in the car and let them start and take off. So the person that is on our team right now and actually crushing it, it, I spent months working with them. So just shadowed me for a month, gave him every single contract. Then I watched him for a month, you know, kind of 50-50. So just taking a longer training path with that instead of, you know, hey, I heard this person go. Now I've learned to hand that off a little bit better. And then communicating with our team better, just being a better leader. So, at Jen, which a lot of you might have met, was our previous acquisition leader. She's on the phones now, and happier than she's ever been in her life. She was the right person on the right bus, just sitting in the wrong seat. So being able to identify that helped us grow, but that was our, my biggest challenge, was I had to go back out there and sign contracts to keep things going until we could find the right person, and then being patient, which is not even close to my strong suit, to find the right person. But I was reading or listening to something New York, you can suffer now or you can suffer later and i'd rather suffer now get the right person and let it go and have the right person in place
1: i mean mike basically nailed it our biggest struggle last year was personnel we we scaled fast we hired poorly we didn't fire fast enough sometimes um, but i think another big thing that hit us last year toward the end of the year was we have a lot of ideas and we're constantly throwing out ideas and we're, we're trying to implement things and we can kind of get the ball rolling with implementing something, a new idea, but the problem is we have 10 ideas in the queue and we never really know how to prioritize them. So the big thing with us was knowing that we need someone to come in as an operator, operations person, and help sift and sort. But more importantly, you know, Mike and I can build the machine, we're just not good at maintaining. And we we've had to realize that, you know, last year. So we brought someone in who can kind of manage the maintenance of the machine and make sure all the parts are working the way they should and they're communicating properly. Mike and I are gonna keep throwing ideas and keep always trying and pushing because our idea is to chase the fast rabbit too. But we, we need someone to come in and help us, like after we like make a big mess with building this machine, like pick up the tools and make sure it's all working and oiled and, and everything's functioning. So that was our big aha, right? We had, we had personnel that we had to move and then we have to realize that we're not the people to grow from where we are to where we want to go. We need we need help in that capacity. So, I think it works. Does it work?
5: Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, I'm going to sound like a broken record. I think personnel is definitely a struggle for all of us. Um, I'm very big on hiring person. If anybody's ever heard me talk, I talk about hiring the person first and training them in that position. But sometimes we become complacent in, in, in our business. We forget the systems or the things we put in place. And uh, when we were doing our last round of hiring, we were trying to find that person who had the experience and, and already had the expertise. You know, we're, we're, I think we are being overcritical. I was being overcritical of the hires. And we sat down, we had this conversation amongst ourselves as to who were the best people on our teams. And um, every one of our people who were just superstars, who were everything we wanted to be in our company, was somebody that didn't have any skill in the position we hired them into, but they were the right person. And we developed them into that. And so that was like at the end of last year, we had that aha moment that everybody that's like our best person, our best cheerleader, our most solid producer was somebody we took the time to develop and build into who we needed to be. And uh, so I forgot that last year. And I had a challenge, you know, in the hiring, in the building, and um, had to be reminded as to why we have certain systems in place and certain practices in place. And so we went back to the drawing board again. And started looking for that person, you know, loyal, hardworking, teachable, coachable, that has a brain, right, can make a decision. And uh, we hired that first. And um, and we have a couple of people already that are shining, you know, shining stars in our organization who have only been with us for a few weeks or a month that are obviously good choices because, you know, we can teach them who we need them to be, if that makes sense. So I, at the end of the day, I think we all show. It's like, you gotta think a lot of the goal, right? I mean, contractors, you know, private money lenders, employees. You, you got to go through a lot of dirt to get the gold, and we all struggle with it. So, what roles? What role were you? I was looking for acquisitions and, and lead manager answering the phones, and again, primarily those are the roles. And we're always trying to add new contractors to the mix. So, you know, uh, like I said, I'm always talking about hiring the person, but sometimes you get so ingrained in just like putting a piece of the puzzle without having to do the work. But you got to do the work. You got to have to pay up front. And uh, Lucia is my project manager. It took me six months to get him to the man he is today, but I, I never have to see a house. You said two
0: years last time we called, so that's not sure. The backup be-
5: well, is here. <laughs> it, took, it took me six months before I could tell him to stop calling me. So, you know, but, but when I think back on it, if a lot of us would have fired him the first couple of months in because he wasn't necessarily confident enough to make the decision, you know, on the project because he didn't have the, the previous experience. So a lot of people that got impatient and thought this guy isn't gonna make it, you know. And I just kept pushing them to make it because I knew he had. He's the most loyal, hardworking person that I've ever met, and I knew he had the, the capability to get there. So I pushed and pushed and pushed. know, first it was he followed me. And then it was, you know, okay, call me if you have a question. And then it was, don't call me. Anymore. When you make a mistake, we'll handle it then. So you know, now he's like I said. Now he handles it, timelines, budgets. I don't have to think about it. And uh, but I didn't. He didn't have it. When I so, it's coming back and remembering that in our, in our processes, why we have the systems in place that we do.
4: So. I'm seeing a little theme here. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, so, like I mentioned earlier, my business isn't perfect. Uh, apparently, I'm being labeled as the rabbit. Am I the rabbit?
3: <laughs> That's why you're over there.
4: <laughs> 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 we'll do a run. Um, So, my theme, my theme this year for my so I kind of lock myself into a, like, a, well, I don't really lock myself, but I'm in my office and I'll shut it down Like at the end of the year. And I'll think through what I want to do for the next year. And generally, it kind of pertains to what the problems we had the year before and what we're trying to grow to. So I created this theme for the overall theme for the company and also a theme for each individual department. The theme for the company in 2018 is get better before we get bigger. Because although everybody seems like, oh, I need to you know, X number a million dollars this last year, he's, he's the rabbit, right? We're all chasing him. Like the stuff that we're doing, we can still be better. So I mean I've been on this soapbox since Flipacking you know, Live, really, the whole leads and conversion thing. Like um, with my sales team in particular, just the behaviors and techniques, just doing the things we know we need to do, the fundamentals, right? Those fundamentals, we still don't do the fundamentals, and it drives me crazy that we don't do the fundamentals. So just just last week after one of our after our team meeting, one of my my top sales guy my top sales guy was meeting a seller at our at our at our at our office. We, we never meet somebody at the office, but I guess for convenience factory, we wanted the guy to come right at the meeting. So this seller actually comes into our office and before the seller comes, he's in there talking with me and uh, he's, talking to me, he's like, yeah, we, you know, he wants $185,000 for this thing, I know we need to be like $165,000 how do I do this stuff. And he's my top sales guy, he's been with me for two years. And he's like, how much, how much can we pay? How much can we pay? He's talking about price. And it's just driving me mad. I said, well, what's the guy want? What's his motivation? What's important to him? He's just like, uh, like did you spend time listening to him? you' sort this of report that you listen to him i um, like, you're my top sales guy. How did you miss this thing? So I went back and last Friday, actually, I did this training with them and I can rehash some of it for you guys, but I sat down with all my sales guys because they were in town for, we flew everybody in for the company party, right? Mm-hmm. So I did this training and it was like, I like got two hour training, I sat down with them all and told them some of the things that you guys have heard before like, packing for Live and I went deeper into some things. And I was showing them this stuff, my process, how I like go through and work with sellers, and they were all like, I'm like these are the people that are working my leads, uh, <laughs> 10 times a week each in different markets around the country, right? And this is all they do, and it just blew me away that they didn't, they did, they were not doing the fundamentals all day every day. I just it's the fundamentals, so it's not any of the one thing. Like what's the trick you say to somebody? It's it's all of those things. And if, you, if anybody wants to know more arms, I'll we'll break that down. I'll tell you what I share with them. But I got passionate about. I'm like guys, th- we need to be doing this every time. I said we're beating ourselves. How do you guys feel like there's competition out there, right? I told them, yeah, there's competition trouble, but you are beating yourself every time. I said, if we do these things, and I laid it all out for myself, and at the end of that two hours, I said, do you guys agree that if we do that every single time, that we'll win most of the time? They're like, oh yeah, we'll definitely win. That's it, it's the fundamentals, right? It was just the fundamentals. So I still feel like, to answer your question, that we're struggling at the fundamentals, that we can get better before we get bigger. I'm not trying to scale across the United States, because I got three states, and I still, my hair is on fire, three states. I'm just trying to get the people to do the things that we talk about that they need to do. So I'm more than
0: willing to show that with you guys too. But, but as we get better with those things, um, we will get bigger once we get better with that stuff. I, is this on? No, no, you got on. Hello, Lou? All right, so something I, I think is interesting about what all you guys said was, did you hear one of them say, when you go to a React for 12, 11 years, what's the number one people thing people are saying? There's no deals, There's no deals. I can't find any deals. Like, did you hear one of them mention that? Like, clearly not. I think between the four companies up here, there'll be about a thousand deals done this year. Um, That's not the issue. It's all about the people and and then those processes. And as you hire those people, like several people have come up to me, this event and other events are like, I figured it out. You just get really good people, right? (laughs) I mean, right? Like it's it's about people. And sometimes we're so afraid of what we're giving up by bringing killer people on our team, but I mean you won't see these guys during this event like taking calls and from sellers and working with their team like their machine is, is running and it's not perfect just how they said I mean every day it's interesting sometimes we come to these events and you see what you hear what's going on and like Becca brought up like we all struggle like a lot like there's a lot more dirt we're moving through the dirt a lot more than we are like high in the clouds right but as you do it day by day like every day as you keep pushing forward and trust me like learn to love problems whenever there's a problem just say this is why i'm gonna be rich okay keep telling yourself that like yeah, there's a problem yes right like won't that make life a lot easier for everybody say this is why i'm gonna be rich because those other guys this is when they quit
5: bigger
0: problems this is when they quit the bigger the problems the bigger the money okay so keep doing that one of the things i talk about is having a big thing on your, a big whiteboard or, or a whatever, you on a computer, or whatever, and make a big red X every time you want to quit. And after you get to about a hundred of those, assuming you don't do like 20 a day, you know, <laughs> after you get to about a hundred of those, you'll probably have close to a seven figure business. Okay. So keep that in mind. Um, it's, it's the, the little things every day, keep pushing forward. You guys are in the right room. I mean. I don't even know how many, how many deals are gonna be done this year in this room. It's gonna be, it's incredible, it's exciting. So, all right. yeah, we should try, that'd be awesome.
3: All right, um, so we have okay. Um, <laughs> one question took us over time, so. Um, Becca's deep thoughts. Uh, all right, so let's break from here. Please, 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 please move quickly to the room so we can maximize our time. Uh, the more kind of gaggling and stuff like that we have, um, the less we'll get. Okay. Um, these guys are heading to their rooms. Go Bob. And have fun.
0: Yeah, do sure. it. All right, off to the breakout sessions. Let's do this. Who's ready? Yeah.
2: This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast.
1: Your your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom.
2: Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.